Hi guys, Michael North here. Hey, so today uh, we're releasing an episode that was actually recorded some time ago before Halloween. And this uh, was kind of considered our last episode. Oh, you know, I plan to release it now because Jen is all the way in Germany. And uh, I want something to release. So some of these things might be dated. I actually talk about the last episode in this episode. Um, meaning there is technically more than one last episode. Anyway, what I'm saying in there isn't correct, um, I'm realizing. So the first like 10 minutes of the episode uh, isn't 100% accurate, <laughs> but uh, enjoy and have a wonderful, we'll, we'll be around before the holidays, so you'll get a special bonus Christmas episode. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, love you all. Ladies and gentlemen! Live from the Dark Coast Studios in the desert of Arizona, introducing Gay, Fat, and Nerdy, the podcast about gay culture, nerd culture, and food, with the original friend name, Jen D. Young. Here's your host, Michael Starting out, I've started every podcast so far with ladies and gentlemen, oh my gosh. So I feel like now it's tradition and I have to do it. It's like that, your, your signature intro. That's what I feel like. It was a totally, I wish it was cooler, but whatever, it is what it is. Uh, thank you so much for coming back. This is officially episode four. Well, actually, technically, <laughs> you may not know this or not. There is a lost episode already <laughs> that we had. We had a guest star. Uh, eventually we're going to redo it. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but there, there's one out there. It's floating out there. Maybe the either will bring it back somehow. My computer cooperates, but uh, for what I know, it doesn't exist. So this is technically episode five, but literally episode four. I really like that, that Lost episode because I got to talk about Lord of the Lost in it. Oh, you haven't? Uh, I guess you I haven't. I did, and I haven't else. talked about Lord of the Lost at all. It was an okay episode. I don't feel like it can't be re, you know. I, Recreated. But I wouldn't want to, like, do the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't remember so much about what we talked about anyway, so it would be tough to. And I wouldn't necessarily want to, like, pr- mass produce it like mm-hmm. that. You're, like, produce it so It would heavily. be organic, like what we do, because exactly. we're very organic and um, maybe a, a better word. Then organic is crazy because we're crazy and we like to go off on tangents. But I just like organic. That's a we should we should have just named the podcast tangents. That actually (gasps) yeah we could (laughs) spin off spin (laughs) off. So um, I've been meaning to talk to you about this and we haven't. Did you know that they're making a Gambit Funko? (gasps) I just saw that today. I was so happy. And Rogue. Yeah. And and Rogue and Gambit's gonna have his cars. It said Gambit with cards, and I'm like, yes! Wait, I hope the Gambit with cards isn't a, like, a, is that going to be, like, a special one? You know how you, they no, do like the... No, it said it was all one. It just said Gambit and cards. Gambit and Rogue? Is it going to be a two-pack? No, no they're two separate ones. I would totally be fine with a two-pack with them. Like that. Because they were always kind of like, kind of dancing around yeah. the love and I mean, they did. They've always had stuff going on. And now all we need is a Jubilee. 
I think Jubilee's um, adorable. There are a bunch of awesome comic book covers with her and like, um, in some of the newer stuff, the modern Jubilee, she has like a baby, I think, in some of them. Or she's like, she's been like Wolverine psychic now and then, which is really fun and cute. And she's also kind of been Gambit psychic a little bit here and there. There's um, some cool stuff there. There's also some, com some comics that I found with X23. X thirteen? No, twenty three. It's twenty three. Oh, my Where, which is Wolverine's Why do like, they want to go thirteen? Female, mm -hmm. kind of like yeah. With her and Gambit, which were pretty cool. Um, but oh, so further, so we're talking about Funko Pops, by the way. They're the phenomenon that is across uh, the nation. The little bobblehead toys. Across the world. What did you did talk I say? About? I guess is it a world? Do you think it's is it world. national? Oh yeah. I didn't realize it was so. Oh yeah, it'd be an international. If you're in um, Washington State, you can go to uh, the HQ in Everett. Everett. This is a great segue because okay. they are opening a Funko headquarters in Hollywood on November 18th. Monday, November 18th. And tickets went up on Thursday. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. I went to the bathroom at work for two minutes and I came back to my phone exploding with Twitterverse. And cause you had to get in queue and have a password and try to get in wow. to pick a slot to get in for the grand opening. So it's, so it's not waiting in line. I managed to score a ticket. No, what? I couldn't get two tickets, but this girl and her husband are going to the grand opening of Funko HQ that's like the in week, Hollywood. That's so. like the week after we're going to be over there. We're going to go for our anniversary on November 11th. We're going to go to Disney uh, for Christmas because I wanted him to see like the Christmas Disney experience because it's so cute. They like the way they do stuff. But I think it'll be, yeah, that's the week right yeah, after. Yeah, it's, it's the Monday day. after Veterans Day. I also want to do while we're up there, I want to do... Um, I didn't talk to Justin about this yet, but somebody was telling me about these Hollywood studio tours. It's only like 50 bucks a ticket if you get it on like Expedia. And you get to see like the Batman, there's like a Batcave, and you see all the old Bat vehicles, like the real ones and stuff. Oh, wow. They're all like on display there, and then there's like a, the Friends Bar is there, and like Ellen and Conan's uh, stage, stages and stuff. So I think we should do, that would be really fun to do. My only... You, uh, if you, if you guys could only see the look on Justin's face right now, it is sheer and utter awe and like, bitch, why didn't you tell me about this before? I forgot. I, I totally forgot. My only worry is these fires going on. They've been pretty close to Burbank the last time I checked. I haven't checked them in a little bit, but like, they, I don't. I mean, and the these, rolling blackouts that they've been doing. I've heard that was mostly now Northern California, okay. like not even like the city, like not even San Francisco, like north of okay. San Francisco. Because the people who need their uh, electricity yeah, is the ones that. I'm sure all the money's in LA and shit. That that would never happen. That, well, that's a, that's yeah. probably well. If, that's my worry. LA already has awful traffic, so I'm like, fuck if they close because they've been closing freeways. At one point, you couldn't get. There's that point in which you enter like the LA County or whatever from like the mountains and like the uh -huh. grapevines. Yeah. They, that freeway was like closed. The five, I think it's just the five. I yeah. Think. And you is. couldn't even get in and out of like northern, is southern or northern California. It was crazy. Oh yeah, through those little mountain whatever. Was it? Wait, who was? Who was it? Who told me that? I heard it was a um, like a 
pickup truck or like a garbage truck like um what does it happen when your car kind of like shoots fire from like the it backs up or something what's the one i'm looking backfires. for backfires it backfired that started the whole fucking thing that was all it was yeah, that was all it fucking was isn't that crazy wow we live in the desert too so it, it, but we don't have any brush see they don't necessarily live in the desert but it gets dry enough during the dry season Apparently. that it dries out all the brush but they have that trees. they have. They have pines, Correct. Right? Which, when pine trees are dried out, they go up like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I pray for them. I hope everyone does okay. And I hope it doesn't fuck up our vacation at the same time. But of course, you know... I care more about everyone being okay. If we had the reschedule, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but we're really excited. We want to go, you know, on our anniversary. We can. And, and it's nice because you already have the day off, too. And it's our two-year wedding anniversary. <laughs> Two long years. Oh, BS. You get treated like a prince. Speaking he of really gay... Does. Speaking of gay um, relationships... Um, I was watching this, uh, uh, like, reel of a bunch of gay commercials, and I cannot believe how many of them I've, like, missed. And you would love some of these. So there was a, um, have you ever seen, there's a Doritos one, a gay Doritos commercial? It's, like, Salsa Verde, and it's, like, this guy, he's, like, um, at the, or he's, like, I don't know, he's working on some hedges or some shit, some straight guy, and he's licking his lips. Um, at these green, uh, these salsa verde Doritos, and there are these two gay guys that are sitting by the pool, and they're kind of like staring at him, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like they're looking at him, like, "Is he licking his lips at us?" And he's like, mm, yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, his wife comes up, um, and she goes, "What are you doing?" And he's, <laughs> he's just like, you, "Then they reveal that he's eating Doritos salsa verde." And then the gay guy looks to his friend and he goes, I told you. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, there, was, uh, there was a Coca-Cola one. And I, I wonder if this one might have been like an international Coca-Cola commercial or not. I couldn't tell. It wasn't was English, but it, it just it didn't look like one of our commercials so much. Um, so it's these kids fighting. It's this <clears throat> a brother and a sister, presumably fighting over like this pool boy or whatever that's there and they're like fighting to get to the fridge to get a coca-cola to be the one to give him a coca-cola because he's been working so hard or whatever so they're like tripping each other and shit to get to this coca-cola this boy and this girl and then they get outside and the mom has already gotten there with a coca-cola <laughs> so, i'm loving him um i'm sure you've probably seen this one tide did you see that one so this one is actually pretty, I'm pretty recent from my understanding. It's this, uh, it's called, uh, if you want to look it up, it's called Tide Sanctity of Marriage, I think. And <clears throat> it is this gay couple, they're both in suits, and they walk up to the entrance of a church, and there's a stern looking old white lady, and it looks, you know, um, and you get the idea that she's the villain or whatever, and she's like, I won't stand for you ruining the sanctity of marriage at the church, right? And then she pulls into her pocket and she picks up the a tie stick, stick and she fixes one of the guy's um, I remember stains, that right? One, yes. 
And then she like gives him hugs or whatever. It was so cute. I loved that one. And I was so I remember being so proud of Tide for that. And, you know, we've talked about this before. Uh, um, advertising uh, to you know the gay subculture, it, it's a double-edged sword, right? That any kind of um, normalization, any kind of um, you know vision or not the vision's not the word I'm looking for. Visibility is the word I'm looking for. Is good. On one hand, on the other hand, you know, it's it's always for the it's money. It's always for money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I always worry about that. But but I love that that tide thing because it's totally like poking fun at, but in a in a in a good way, you know? Yeah, no, it absolutely it's, is. I mean, it's it's. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the 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 bad that comes with it, but. I think it's just important for the gay subculture to know and their allies to understand that <clears throat> these companies are usually billionaires, you know, yeah. and you don't become a billionaire usually without fucking somebody over there. You know, corporations and billionaires come with problems. So it's just good to remember who's doing what and why, you know, I, um, <clears throat> I remember Target for a while was really in kind of the... Um, Oh, they were running ads all the time. Well, they were in the throes of like they had. Got, I don't even remember what it was. I think it might have had to do with their HRC score because they like they score them. Um, and for a while, there was a Target gay controversy, and they were asking LGBT people to um, not shop at Target. Uh, uh, you know, and that passed. You know, and, and things go through the news, or you know, they apologize. Blah blah blah. I'm not really sure. I, I'll have to look that up. But I do remember so. <clears throat> Todrick Hall, um, and I swear these are related. Don't come for me, okay? Todd, have you seen? There's a video where Todrick Hall goes to Target with his dancers, and they think they do a Beyonce song. I think it's Formation, and they perform Formation like in a Target, and like do like a flash mob in the middle of the Target. It's everything, and he's got like his Beyonce fan and blah blah blah. But, yeah. Have you seen, speaking of music videos, um, <clears throat> I, because I was like, I went through this whole, like, YouTube pit. You know how you start with one, and, and then you an watch hour, another one, but, yeah. And it's, it's like suggested, suggested, it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Somehow those commercials got me to Madonna, Britney, Christina, um, at the uh, VMAs. Making out? It's an old yeah. school one, like, and they, so it starts with Britney, and she's doing her, I think she's doing, like, a virgin, I think, is what she starts with, um, and then Christina comes out, and they're babies, they're babies at this time, you know what I mean, Christina doesn't even look like Christina, you have to double take and be like, who is that, oh my god, that's Christina Aguilera, like, you can't, you can hardly tell, um, and then, you know, you're like, oh, the two princesses of pop, great, you know, they're both big at that time, and, both making noise and then uh madonna shows up from this tower and she like walks down this this uh like a egyptian like tower and everyone's screaming and then she goes down there and she's dancing with them and she's singing and she, um missy elliott jumps out of nowhere and missy elliott is like rapping with them um and like missy elliott is like dancing with madonna which who like Imagine that now in time. Like, that would be insane. So, and then they, like, I think she does kiss her, and that was, like, the big thing. I, yeah. Both I of think, them. No, yeah, Madonna kisses Britney and, or Christina, and then they kiss 
Madonna kisses both Britney and Christina. Mm-hmm. My, and that's the that was the whole thing. I think this was probably around 10 years it ago. It was. So. It's old. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm bringing up now. This was my favorite part of it. Carson Kressley. You know who Carson Kressley is? Oh, I love Carson. Carson Kressley. And I never know. I've seen this video a million times. I've never been a huge fan of Carson Kressley. I'm not a, not a fan. You know what I mean? I'm not like against him or anything. But I've never been like, you know what I mean? I, I wasn't. You didn't watch that? I watched it. I wasn't. I never super, got super into it. Okay. I think he's a great guy. I love him on Drag Race. You know what I mean? He seems like a sweetheart. The best part though of this video is it pans to the audience. And you can see Carson Kressley like freaking out. <laughs> like you realize that this is a gay man's dream right here, and he's experiencing it firsthand, and it gives me life. I love it. Just his expression, and like you, you could see that he was living. I think it also turned to like Justin Timberlake or whatever, who wasn't impressed before. Straight white guy, whatever. Plus, I mean, Britney is his ex. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, that's gotta be like long time even before that like they were both mickey mouse clubbers right or something right. no it was after it was after mickey mouse i think wasn't it yeah, yeah i mean yeah they were together when she was a pop star and he was an insane yeah hmm. and then they broke <coughs> up and yeah so anyway i mean britney she still like she came up with them a little bit ago but i don't even know i wonder if she's working on i think she's psycho or, She's absolutely psycho, but that, she's always been psycho. I think though. she's got a residency in Vegas or something like that. Maybe. Oh, I'm pretty sure she does. she does. But I think she was having mental health issues. I don't know. I mean, that, that stuff can get worse as you get older. I think she's always been a little bit off. I think it, you know, it's it's a product of childhood stardom. It's and, tough, man. and I mean, even though as much as she says it, we were talking about it last. I'm sure week. she probably has had some. Probably some substance. I wonder. Shoes. I wonder. They, they. I don't know enough about her story to say. I wouldn't be surprised though. <clears throat> so uh, speaking of pop stars, Lady Gaga is like blowing shit up right now by indicating that her next album name is going to be Adele. So people are freaking out and they're like. Is she doing an album with Adele? Or like, is she doing it? She better do a song with Adele. And it, like, she's not like Adele at all. And they're like freaking out right now. And it could be, Lady Gaga is, believe me. I mean, she's known for pulling shit just to kind of get attention or kind of get her, you know what I mean? To kind of remind people that she's around and all that. I remember her being on, like, it was years before we even knew if she was like a lesbian or not. Cause she would like go on shows and like say, you know, talk about her sexuality all crazy. And I don't, I don't know if she's ever dated a woman or anything like that, but she was always kind of good at keeping herself, like, relevant. That said, uh, I don't know about you, but I fucking love Adele. I would love to see a Gaga-Adele situation going on. Yeah. Um, do you watch Sh- Shit's Creek at all? I don't. I know I need to. They're just so good. We just started, yeah. I think the fifth season is out? Yeah. Is that from Netflix? We had just started watching it again. I Like, we binged this show, too. It's, what I love about it is it's kind of this weird, like, intersection between, like, American and English comedy. Because it's, it's, I think it's Canadian-based, mostly. So mm-hmm. it's, like, the writer, and I think a, a lot of, a, I think it's made in Canada, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and so it's like this cool kind of like intersection between like the dry British humor and like the 
um, the kind of in-your-face humor that Americans do. If you're not watching, like, it to it's totally worth your time. It's, like, silly. It's the kind of thing you could put on and not pay too much attention to, but, you know, that's whatever. Um, I, we, between that and, um, what have we been watching lately? Uh, oh, we were re-watching American Horror Story come in. Uh, have you seen any of the American Horror no, Stories? No, I need to. I, I started... I watched the one with Lady Gaga. I watched the first couple of episodes, and I really liked it. Hotel. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, that's right up my alley, you know, because... You would like that. I can yeah. see you liking this season a lot. My favorite season is Coven. Because it's, it's the witches. It's the stuff. witches, and, like, Stevie Nicks is in it. I've seen it, like, three times. Isn't Kathy Bates in that one, too? Or is yeah, she Kathy Bates is in almost all of oh, them. Oh, okay. They do, so the majority of the cast is in every season. Oh, okay. Like, 90% of the cast is in it, they just play different characters. Because they're oh, different okay. stories pretty much every time. Right now, their Apocalypse one, I'm pretty sure, is, like, a... I've heard it's a mash between Coven and their very first season, which was called Murder House. Yeah. And Murder House, you could tell they were kind of just starting out. It's they not a bad season. Yeah. Uh, the second season they did, like, the fucking nuns and, like, a psych ward. I could not do that one. I tried. Coven was third, and then I think they did the clown shit, which was also not for me. Yeah. Carnival or whatever. No, I'm not, I'm not you there. You know I'm not a big horror movie. I'm not really either, but something... Ryan Murphy, I mean, I don't know how this man goes from, like, Glee to, like... American Horror Story, and then he does Scream Queens, I think, too, and he does um, uh, the assassination of American Crime Story Versace. American Crime oh, Story Versace. I heard that was good. He's he can flip on a dime, and it's really impressive. But uh, I heard that. Um, so the one the the season right before the one that's out now was very like Trump's America. It was their cult season. And it was probably, and while it's got like the, um, what I'd say is almost the least amount of horror stuff, like real like horror scary things, it's still like the scariest fucking season to me. Because it couldn't really happen. Type because it's scary. the most right. Because yeah. it's like the most realistic one, and it's oh, like I shit myself, so I can't even. Um, the there was I oh my gosh, it's driving me crazy here. I have a note regarding New York City Comic Con. And I know it's something I really wanted to talk about, but I didn't write anything fucking else on that. So I don't know what it's about. Oh. To the New Fuck York this. City Comic Con. Oh, I remember now. This is why it was important to me. They did. And I wish I was there to see it. Um, I probably would have cried. They did a Stan Lee, um, like, memorial there <sighs> this year. And I was just like, oh. I would have, yeah, I would have been Balls, in tears. Like a baby. I would have I, I got in tears just in the little tribute in, like, Avengers. Yeah. And Spider-Man, yep. and I can't even remember which one. Every time, I will still, if I need a pick-me-up, I will still go find any. You can find any Stanley speech. Just type in Stanley speech. Listen to it. I feel so much better. I feel hopeful about the world. I feel like I have power again. Um, I mean, he, look, he's an old fucking white man, but he had heart. He had a true, like, you know... He's a true love for the from world. From the bottom-up story. From the what-up story? From the bottom... I mean, he didn't oh, come from very much. So no, oh, came, I didn't... Yeah. I don't really I don't know about his past. I think so. I mean, I know he, he always started out kind of like he never thought he could do anything like he does now. 
and he remembers kind of doing, yeah, like little odd jobs and, and not much of anything for a long time. And he does, he talks about that a lot, I know. Have you started playing Pokemon Masters yet? No. Oh my god. So I'm addicted to it and I love this game. But then I ran across, I was, I don't even know what I was looking for. I might have been looking for like a trainer or whatever. I ran across this article from um, Kotaku. Kotaku. They do a bunch of like video game reviews and stuff. Uh, the headline is this. Pokemon Masters producer knows his game is boring. Apologizes. <laughs> they are getting so much shit for this game right now and I don't understand. Because I think it's amazing. I'm really enjoying the game. But apparently a lot of people are really upset that um, there isn't enough like endgame content in it. Which I haven't even been able to get to endgame. And I think these people that are complaining are these like... These people who like go crazy with these mobile games or like video games in general, like the same with the Pokemon Goers. Like I enjoy Pokemon Go. I have a really fun time playing it. But you know there are these people that like are insane about it and have been like, you know, we're level forty like the first week or some shit. You know what I mean? So crazy. It's crazy. Shit. I'm just like ugh. So I wonder if like where these this like issue is coming from. I, I honestly am willing. Justin's playing it too. Um, speaking of Pokemon Go, they have their Halloween stuff out right now, and they are so adorable. I got a squirrel on a top hat. I got a Pikachu squirrel and a top a squirrel. A squirtle. Oh, a squirtle. I got a squirtle and a top hat, and I got a Pikachu. And I think there's another Pokemon that's like a ghost Pokemon that has like a Pikachu. A fake Pikachu outfit on, but he's really a ghost underneath. It's a weird Pokemon. I don't remember it's, his name. No, there was, there's like the fake Pikachu. Right. Yeah. So Pikachu's outfit. It's, it's a really creepy. So the yeah. Pikachu's outfit is the fake Pikachu's outfit on a real Pikachu. I want, I want to squirrel on a top hat. It's, it's, it's so freaking cute. Um, there's a bunch of, there's like some new raids and stuff going on too. So if you're into that, and if you haven't been into the game for a while, Now's a good time to come back. They've released a bunch of new um, Pokemon that haven't been in the game um, for, you know, the further generations. So that's kind of giving it a little bit more, I think, um, push back to, you know, its heyday. But it's a pretty old game now. Like, shit, that's been one out for a couple of years now. Yeah. Something like really that. Has, I mean, we were, uh... I came to it pretty late. Like, you really did, because I was already, like way on um, had you guys been playing it from the start yes um so we went to vegas this last uh weekend was it this last weekend or maybe it was two weekends ago no, it was this last weekend. i don't even know what fucking day it is anymore i'm i'm a lost hope it's friday the 18th well we get there and guess what weekend it is pride weekend ha! in vegas and we're like oh shit so of course the hotels are expensive as fuck um, everything we're trying to figure out where we want to, we want to stay on the strip. The, the, the festival is actually like, it was actually like a pride festival. I guess they do the parades on the Friday and then there's like a festival Friday and Saturday. The parade had already happened and it happens in like this Fremont area, I guess. Yeah. Where it's a little bit north of the strip. It's like old, old it's Vegas. It's old Vegas and it's sleazy. Oh my God. It's sleazy. <laughs> we have liked. Super sleazy. We liked that we saw it, but it Felt dirty. Just like, I was like, I want to leave. Yeah, it was weird as fuck. What was really cute is the Venetia, the Venetian, Venetian, <laughs> and uh, Palazzo. the Palazzo 
had rainbow lettering on them. Aww. Which I thought was really cute. Again, another like corporate going for it, you know. Um, and, uh, but we, oh my gosh, the, the festival was really fun. Bob the Drag Queen was there. <gasps> so we got to see Bob perform. And it was like not that much to get in. What? It was like 20 bucks a ticket, I yeah. think. It wasn't that much. Um, and, you know, there wasn't that much going on. But there was a couple interesting things about it. So we saw Bob. Awesome. Caswell. Um, a gay rapper that I love that Justin can't stand was there. Nope. It's gonna be fun. So the convention I'm going to next week. Um, so I'm gonna be going to a, uh, it's called Love in Vegas. It's a uh, romance author and narrator to convention. And oh my gosh, I am so excited to go. This is gonna be my first um, book signing author convention and like three of my absolute favorite narrators are going to be there a couple of my really favorite authors are going to be there they have have you seen the little peens so they're little peen? peens penis yeah but they're called peens p-e-e-n why are they called peens are they tiny because they're cute they're like a little penis head and they have little eyes on them and they're cute I'll have to show you it. Okay. But they're handing them out, and I'm like, I need What do you mean they're handing them out? They're cutting off dicks and putting googly they eyes on them? They're silicone thingies. I mean, they're not for use on anything. I hope not. <laughs> but they're cute, and I'm like, then they make plushies of them, and I'm like, I'm a, I want the little peens because they're cute. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Well, you have a bunch of um, audiobook, uh, uh, what do they call voice actors on... That you're excited to meet, I'm yes. So I have um, a couple that I am on their review team. They do duet narrations. Um, Kai Kennecott and Wynne Ross. They're fabulous. Um, and then another one of my favorite narrators, his name is Jack Callahan. He's awesome. I love his narrations. Fantastic. And he's hilarious. Like these... Kai and when I don't interact with, they don't interact on Facebook at all. It's all through their PA. But Jack, like, is in all the groups and banters back and forth. And I've had, like, message conversations with him. And So you wouldn't want to do your own, if you, like, oh, would you do your own narration ever? I wouldn't do my own narration. I would love to have one of my books turned into audio one day. Sure absolutely fucking love to. But you wouldn't want to read it? I would do like lives and stuff. I think that'd be hilarious. I love the authors that will do like lives. Yeah. Um, and like read excerpts from their books. I would do it. I I probably have fun with doing narration. I would love doing my own narration because I, I know how it's too. supposed to be read, right? Yeah. And you you know, you do your best to oh. get the, the reader there through punctuation, but it's not it's always It's fun. The same. So there's another, um, I watched another live in one of my groups where it's, um, oh my God, I want to meet this narrator one day. His name is Tristan Hunt and he's gorgeous and his voice and, um, he did a live reading of a book, of an excerpt of a book. Well, the author was on the other, you know, they did a dual live. So he's reading and you can see her reactions to him reading. And was it her first time hearing it or something? From him, yeah. Oh, got you. And she's like got tears in her eyes Aww. as he's reading it because he fucking knocked it out of the fucking Park. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, wait. Before I forget, before we get too far away from it, 
There was something else about Vegas I wanted to tell you. So my husband's a pastry chef. So of course, every time we go, we like to go to the fancy, you know, like there's big names out there. Oh, yeah. So we, this time we went to Cake Boss. Oh, yeah. We were really disappointed. Mm. So we got three things and we were like, we need to do like a, um, a, a review podcast on food because we were being total bitches. Um, so we got a one eclair. It was a chocolate eclair, right? We got a chocolate cannoli and a um, crumb cake. A crumb cake, yeah, like a coffee cake. Um, we started with a coffee coffee cake. It was good. Dry. It was dry. Ugh. So dry, and we were like, "Oh, that's not very nice." Like, I like when I get my coffee cake. I like it when it's really like cinnamony or like uh, what's uh, you know what I mean. You need to try the coffee cake from uh, Chompies, by the way. Cause from Chompies? Yeah, because it's like this much crumb. Oh, that's what you want. You want more right. crumb than you, yeah. Yeah, and the cake is like super moist. But okay, Chompies, I'll yeah. do that. Well, I've, I've been wanting to kind of show my mom Chompies because I feel like she she'll love it. I love fucking Chompies. I know she'll love it because she loves it. Um, Justin, I'm, you know, I'm sure he'll love it too. I've had Chompies before. <laughs> so we had, um, so then we tried the cannoli. I thought the cannoli was amazing. The cannoli was worth going. Like, it was good. It was, um, flavorful but like subtle at the same time um and they did a, it was just one of the only cannolis i've eaten that like kind of stayed together somehow like fine it was delicious and then we went to the eclair and the eclair was awful too um it dry. was also dry it was dry it yeah. put too much pastry cream in it way more pastry cream bland. than yeah than pastry or chocolate and they, the chocolate on it was like a teeny bit of drizzle on the top so and i'm like why is this even this isn't a chocolate yeah it wasn't why even call this chocolate it was had a little bit of chocolate drizzle on it that was about it so we were a little disappointed however we decided to go to hell's kitchen have you ever been no Girl. Did you eat there? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. How much money did you fucking spend? More than I care to tell you. <laughs> and guess what I'll also tell you? It was worth every freaking penny. My boss went there and just died. She loved it so It much. was so... It might have been the best meal I've ever had. We got... So they had this lunch special that was a Caesar salad, a beef wellington... We went for lunch? Um, we did go to lunch because it was like, uh, it was in the day. Right, so in the but day. did you spend like $200 on lunch? Um, uh, I mean, for us it was dinner. I mean, you call it lunch there. Right, but, but no, I'm saying it was their lunch. It was long. Um, so it was a Caesar salad, a beef wellington, and a, um... Toffee pudding. A toffee pudding. <gasps> with a butter cookie ice cream. So you start What? With, yeah. You start with the Caesar salad, and you're like, how good could this Caesar salad be? I'm like, Gordon Ramsay can make a fucking Caesar salad. Oh, it was zesty. It had, like, cheese crumbles in it. They had to have dipped this lettuce in lemon or something, because it was fragrant, it was crisp. The oh, wait, fragrant cheese. is a perfect word. It smelled delicious. It Everything tasted delicious. It so you start, and you're like, wow, like, this is legit. Like, this is good shit. And then, um, uh, then they bring the second course. Perfect amount of time, by the way, between waiting and not waiting. Not too soon that you felt rushed, but not long enough that you didn't, okay? They bring this beef wellington out. I sent her the pictures. You sent her the picture? Yes. Oh my god. 
They bring that beef wellington out, and at first you're kind of like, because we're big, you know, we're fat asses, so we're kind of like, that's it? We're the it, best. Right, because they cut it in half, and then you realize why, when it gets to you, because one, you need, you need the, the room for the last course, for mm. one. Two, this steak, I, this steak cut easier than butter. I'm like, it looked like a pretty decent piece of steak inside Oh, it was. It and it was totally, we got more than our money's worth. Mm-hmm. And we told we were like full by the time we left. So there it's really wasn't. salad too. And I'm sure the beef is like good quality and shit going there. Um, it was the perfect amount of pastry around the beef falling tin. It was just, it was moist. And then these fucking Yukon, I'm assuming they're Yukon. They were like golden Yukon potatoes. Mm-hmm. These, I could eat. Spoonfuls of these. They were creamy and day. smooth and warm. They and look amazing. like they got ran through a blender. Uh, yeah, with thirty percent or for with ninety percent butter and ten percent potato, but it was delicious. It was so and then they had pearl onions and baby carrots on there, and we ate onions and we ate all of it. Yeah, it was the kind of place. It doesn't matter what you eat. Whatever you're gonna get, you're gonna love no matter what. Cause yeah, I don't eat raw onions either. I don't eat cook. I don't really like cook onions much either. But they, these were, they were every little thing so was good. amazing. So then you think you're like, you know, whatever they bring. And I'm like toffee pudding, like, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, whatever. They bring this toffee pudding, Jen. If you go for no other reason. Go for dessert at least and get this toffee pudding with the cook. It was like a cookie. It was a butter. It's a cookie. Butter ice cookie cream. ice cream. Like this? it is the perfect amount. It is moist. It is soft and gooey and just. If if I could creamy. lick my phone right now, because Justin sent me the pictures. If I could lick my phone right now, I totally would. I'll, I'll tell you what. I've been looking at recipes. I'm gonna try to recreate that. Okay, and how was the coffee? Because there's a picture of coffee here. The too. coffee was um delicious. It wasn't it was anything special. At that, and I'm a coffee. Anyone who knows me knows I'm addicted to coffee. I try all kinds of coffee from around the world, from around the state. I will try coffee everywhere. So, and I was, it was not bad, it was delicious, but it wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh my God, this coffee, I need it right now, you know? Um, Cause I was too busy with the fucking dessert. They somehow, the, so the pudding itself was warm. The, it's like a bread pudding. I don't even know what they call it pudding. It was like an English bread pudding. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Um, it was warm, but the ice cream on top being cold was like the perfect. And the ice, they bring it to you right then. So you could tell because it hasn't melted at all. Ugh, it was so good. It's, it was expensive. For a special occasion or going at least once, it's totally worth it. It was good food. It was good quality. And you know, you're paying not only for the food, you're paying but for the, the name. Yeah, and, and it's ordered Ramsey restaurant. Right, you're paying for the name. We looked him up. I think he was worth two hundred twenty-two million. Yeah, two hundred twenty-two million is his net worth. Mm-hmm. Which is not surprising between yeah. all his TV shows and and restaurants. And he restaurants. opens one every season, right? Like every season, he has a new restaurant oh, yeah. for them somehow. And House Kitchen has fifteen seasons, so he has about fifteen to eighteen restaurants. I'm fine with it. Um, there is this place in Oregon called uh justin help me out the pine shed pine shed yes it's in like tigered oregon okay but it is one of the best vlogged places i've ever eaten um they have a mac and cheese there with like thick bacon cubes in it with the truffle drizzle and they do they do like a jalapeno one so you get a little hot one they do like a hot white pepper they do like three different kinds they're so good and then on top of that 
they smoke everything else. So you get like smoked brisket, smoked sausage, smoked chicken. We anytime we're in, in like in Portland, we will drive the extra thirty minutes to go to Pine Shed to eat there because it's so delicious. So with the second day, we actually drove to Laughlin. Um, we we never been before, and I don't know if you've ever been, but it's like four. It's Vegas light. It's not even. It's like I feel like Reno is Vegas light, and Laughlin's Vegas mini. It's for like old people. It's like four casinos, but it was cheap as fuck. It was yeah. 50 bucks. Okay. This is going to sound silly of me, but it was like $46 for a Saturday night. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. At a pretty decent hotel. It wasn't creepy or gross or anything. It wasn't brand new. It obviously was older, but it was a fine casino. It was like the Laughlin Lodge or something. They, I love this. They left us two bottles of water. They left us candy, like that little, you didn't have to pay for. Yeah, they were, well, I don't think so. Maybe I should probably check my credit card. Maybe they. Tried <laughs> to no, it wasn't in a cabinet or anything. It was totally looked complimentary. It was totally like complimentary. I felt, um, and they left um, little crackers, little like um, like little or and 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 peanuts, and I was like. Oh, that's cool. Look at this. I should check my credit card statement and see if they charged us for those. But they see. But they weren't on like a sensor or anything. Or no. see, we stayed when we went. Um, and it wasn't when, the kind of hotel that would do that. Yeah. You know when, what I mean? when we went to Vegas and met Alex's dad there, he got us a room at the Hard Rock. It was sleazy. Was I it? just I felt so skeezy mm. there for some reason, and. Like, they had this setup on the bar, like, where if you picked something up off of it, it would charge you. Wow. You know, like, all that sort of stuff. As soon as you do pick it up? Yeah, like, if you don't put it back, it was, it's a pressure sensor. So, if you don't, like, I accidentally pick something up, because I was curious about it, and Alice is like, Jen, put that back. And I was like, but I just wanted to see what it was. <laughs> and he's like, no, they'll charge you. And I'm like... Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. No, these were like in a candy bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. This is, so, I, I, I would be surprised that I am going to go look because now I'm really curious. And I mean, I'm sure it couldn't have been that much anyway, but um, I, we enjoyed ourselves. I mean, we don't really gamble. So Laughlin's a good place. I think if you're a gambler and you don't want to do Vegas, there's not much else to do from what I could yeah. tell. We walked around, we visited, you know what I mean? But we were... We just weren't ready to come home, was the honest truth. You know what I mean? So, and we couldn't afford to stay in Vegas another night because Pride Weekend was like $300 a night. Jeez. It was ridiculous. We usually can get the Luxor for like $50, $40, you know, for a decent room. And we love the Luxor. Really? And Where do you find these deals? We go, so this is why, because we used to go like on a Tuesday in. Yeah. In, you know, November or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we would go a weird fucking time, so yeah. it would be cheaper. That's why. Um, but I usually, I am, I'm, I'm, it's kind of off season now if you don't get during like the con. You, it's just, you can't go on the weekends. That's yeah. when it's, you know what? And I haven't looked it up. I know that they had the Supreme court hearing. Have you heard about this at all? Another random segue. So they were, it. <laughs> yeah, yes to it. Um, the Supreme, we're, we're getting close to the end of the episode. So he, he had to get in what he needed to get in. <laughs> we are, we're getting close. Um, have you heard about it though? So they are. There's another case going um, in front of the Supreme Court regarding LGBTQ employment. Um, so apparently, really, what it's about is the um, 
1964 Civil Rights Act. And generally, this uh, the act protects people from discrimination, quote-unquote, because of sex. So the question has always kind of been, does that include gender identity? Does that include LGBT? What does you can't discriminate because of sex mean? So at first, there, it seems like it might be up for a little bit of interpretation. Honestly, though, if you look at it, I mean... What is it really saying? I could be fired if I go to work um, as an effeminate man versus if I wasn't an effeminate man. Well, that means you'd be firing me because you're discriminating based off my sex. Because if I came to work as an effeminate female, you'd be fine with it. So that is discrimination on sex. It might not say the word sexual orientation. It might not say the word, you know what I mean, gay or whatever. It, it's, it should be protecting LGBT people. If not for that reason, because it's the right fucking thing to do. So they've been hearing this, and the last I heard, and I'm trying to look right now, um, so yeah, I'm looking right now, I, they still haven't made a decision on this, which could be good news, you know what Whether I mean? Whether they're gonna hear it or not? No, they have been hearing it. Oh. Um, they are, they've been, it says the uh, last one I see here, Supreme Court clashes over meaning of sex in LGBT discrimination case. They haven't made a decision yet. And it's crazy to me that this isn't getting more press because this could make a huge turning point in civil rights activism, in LGBT activism and rights. And I'm lucky enough to work for a company that I shouldn't have an issue any either way. But, you know, what about my friend? What about my family? What about all these people who don't work for companies like me who could be fired now? Just because, you know, their boss finds out they have a boyfriend. I always worry about it regardless. Even if you have a company that's quote-unquote good about it or shows that they're quote-unquote good about it, it might be the cynic in me, but mm -hmm. it's always like, you know, and I've worked in HR enough to see the shady side of things sometimes. Yeah. And... They find reasons to get rid of you. They do. They will find that are not reason. they really reasons could. that are going to get them sued. They should, but so, you know what? Especially when you're in an at-will state. Yeah. And if somebody can, but if somebody can prove that it was based off of their sexuality, but then at least they could maybe have some enough. recourse. You know what I mean? But they cover their butts enough. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, there's. I heard about this school who had fired a man, a teacher who had been like a teacher with them forever. He, they found out that he was married to a man. I think this might, I don't know if I'm mixing two cases together, but there's also one where a school, on the other end of that, there's a school that is keeping one of their gay male teachers after the Vatican said, well, you can't call yourself a Christian school on under our name if you keep this teacher. And instead of the school firing them, like other schools have done, the school said, well, I guess we're not, we're going to fight the Vatican. We're not going to fire this teacher. So that, that's, that's cool. So there, there are good things going on out there. Chick, um, speaking of that, Chick-fil-A up again here, there was a, um, I thought I had a link to this, but there was a school, if I understand correctly, who was... Oh, yeah, they, um, the school said no to a lunch catered by mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A mm -hmm. out of respect for their LGBT. Shout out to my nephew. Um, or no, my nephew, my second, I guess he's my second cousin? Yeah. Vinny. Okay. Vinny, uh, he was just in a play in, um, 
I think they live in the greater LA area. I'm not really sure right now. They move around a lot. Um, he just got done doing a play for Matthew Shepard. Um, the Laramie Project, I think it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and it's funny because I had just seen a episode of Ellen where she interviews Matthew Shepard's mom. Oh my God, talk about waterworks. I love this woman though. Like this woman has created like so much beauty, so much hope, so much love out of such a disgraceful, disgusting, scary situation. I'm so proud of her. Um, and uh, it was so, I mean, there, this kid, this, my, uh, my family member, Vinny, he's, he's young. He's, and he seems to be pretty uh, under, he has good understanding of his sexuality at a young age. And I'm so proud of him and his mother who has been supporting him. They, they do pride. They, you know what I mean? He, he does, oh, he was also doing these cool gym, gymnastics things, like the ropes and stuff. Like this kid's talented. He's an actor, like, and he's a cool freaking kid. And I, I just, I want to make sure as adults we're leaving a place where a kid like that who's so talented and so awesome that he can, a world that he can thrive in. You know what I mean? So we all, we got to do our part. So yeah, I said fuck Chick-fil-A. I didn't go, especially with the Supreme Court thing going on and all that. Um, even when I craved it, I, I um, avoided it. Um, and for now, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. Um, That'll do, pig. That'll, that'll do, pig. That'll do. Uh, one more thing I want to say before we go. There is this gay cosplayer, hot professional cosplayer. First of all, how do you become a professional cosplayer? How is that a career? People pay them to come and appear at things. I, I'm yeah. so jealous. This man is so hot, though. His name is Michael Hamm. Um, he's adorable. I'm sure he's... He seems sweet, but I always just assume hot people are assholes because I'm jealous. <laughs> um, but he does an amazing Gambit cosplay. <gasps> he does an amazing um, Iceman cosplay. Look him up on Facebook, Michael Ham. I think you've made me look him up before. H-A-M-M. Um, and I'm probably going to give him... Uh, there's like a $2 Patreon thing he does every month that I might end up doing so I can uh, see his other cool stuff. He's really cute. He's freaking hot. He's really good at the cosplay. This, uh, the actual cosplay is pretty freaking cool. Like, he's actually really freaking good at it. He does some really cool stuff. So if you get a chance, go take a look at him. I wish I could be a professional cosplayer, but I'd have to do, like, I don't know... Road eat tacos or not eat tacos. Pizza. Or the hell. Flavorful to get abs. No, like it's that. out. It's not happening. I could paint abs on my belly. <laughs> <laughs> or I would just have to do cosplay like Ursula, um, uh, Roadhog from Overwatch. Wow. Um, I just have to do very specific cosplay, and I could get away with it. Yeah. Somebody accepted. You probably don't even know this person, but I'm excited to dish you anyway. Cinna Grace added me as a friend on Facebook. Cinna Grace is a comic book writer, an LGBT comic book writer who's done the new Icemans that have come out where Iceman is gay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I was looking for new groups and comic book groups and stuff to like, you know, try to make some connections. 
And I was thinking like, I don't know, I don't know if I saw his name or I was just thinking about him. And I looked him up and I was like, oh my God, it's Cynic Grace. And he was like promoting a new thing. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to add him as a friend. Like, you never know. He might accept. <gasps> and he accepted me. So I get like Cynic Grace's like stuff now. And I, it makes me so happy that we're like wow. friends. It's not even like, I'm pretty, it's not even like a work page. It's like his page. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway. He's amazing. Have you tried to talk to him on there? Hell no. <laughs> Maybe eventually. <laughs> he's hashtag it. <laughs> he's so cute too, and he's so sweet, and he's a good writer. I, I just, I'm so proud of him. Like, he's absolutely an idol of mine. Being, you know, doing the LGBT comic thing, like bringing those two worlds together. That's what I want to do. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize it until recently, until after I wrote my first novel, and kind of realized. This was fun. I don't dislike this story, but when I started writing Amender, my, my recent novel, and started writing about things I love in the same context that don't really go together, like LGBT and comic book characters, superheroes, you realize that they do come together so perfectly. And it reminded me of Stan Lee, and it reminded me of X-Men, and this how X-Men is just this big fucking um, analogy for, like, you know what I mean? Being different, homosexuality and the AIDS crisis and like, you know what I mean? There's so much symbolism in it that you don't even necessarily realize as a kid, but maybe you do in your heart, you know what I mean? And you, and that's why you connect with it so much. Um, and it, it just kind of clicked for me. You know what I mean? That's what I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And he kind of started that for me. So it was, I don't know. It was silly. It's silly to me. It's not a big deal or whatever, but, but it made a big difference to me. Like, you know what I mean? Anyway, I guess we should wrap it up there. Do you have any um, new uh, things you need to you want to plug, or I mean, don't you have a, you have some exciting things coming up, right? Yes, we have very exciting things coming up. Make sure you follow my Facebook page, Jen D Young Author. Mm -hmm. um, so find me, follow me. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming out here in the next few weeks. Well, so, so the, I did a, the dragon thing. Is that that is that for yours or is that that was, for, that's for the anthology? That's set. for the, it's, Yes, so you can win stuff, guys. You can get cool over. stuff. Oh, well, who won? I don't know. Either. Not me, obviously. No, you would have been contacted already. <laughs> well, other people can win cool things, but you, there will be more, I'm sure. Yeah, there'll be more. There's going to be a lot of stuff. Um, it comes out November 12th. It's not up for pre-order yet. Or it's not up for pre-order. But the other one I saw out. was. Yeah, so then I'm also doing a Zodiac anthology that comes out at the end of December. Which I pre-ordered. Pre Go pre-order. It's yes. It was cheap, too. $2.99. There's no reason. $2.99, that's less than a coffee. Yeah. Don't be a cheapskate. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> that's important. When stars align. When stars align. Yes. And yes, I pre-ordered it on Amazon, I believe. Which is the only place you can pre-order it. Which is where you have to pre-order it. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, go check that one out. The title of my story is going to be Signs of Love. It's going to be kind of outside of normally what I'm going to do. It's going to be kind of a cutesy, contemporary thing. Yeah, because you're a little bit, you like to do a little I, bit darker. I like the paranormally yeah, stuff. Yeah. But this one, I really wanted to do something cutesy. And I'm like, you know me, I'm like going to turn it into a whole series. I'm sure it's going to. So. I'm sure by the time she gets done with it, too, it's not going to be as cutesy as I'm she like, says it is. Oh, there's some dirty stuff in it already, you know. So, <laughs> do we have a pre-order date for the other one? Do we know when that is going to be? Foreshadows? Mm -hmm. That we don't have yet. We'll keep you updated. We'll let yeah, you know. Yeah, um, 
we'll see. It's probably going to be February, but I probably should have pre-order here, I would say, in the next few weeks once my cover gets finished. Oh, uh, yeah, and if you're listening, um, I need beta readers, so if you're a reader... <laughs> I need some, too, so if you like romance novels, sh- you know, hit us up. If you like gay superhero novels with very little romance... No, there's romance there's in it. I do, wa- I do pretty good for me. Yeah. Like... I'm hope I'm, I'm I'm waiting. I'd love to get your opinion on those parts, particularly yeah. because I'm working on it. Okay, it's a work in progress. I'm not a romance novelist, but I did have some fun with some of the scenes. Like it's not they're not full long because I was trying to keep it PG enough to not be R rated or whatever. You know what I mean? But you know. Um, anyway, uh, you can email um, me at uh, Michael North at darkcodestudios.com. If you have questions for us or suggestions let us know or if you are if you are interested in beta reading for either of us let me know there and um we'll get you in contact if you didn't see from uh, the last episode um it does have some pictures on it from the owl cake that uh, we presented alicia so the picture is on um darkcodestudios.com under the fat gay and nerdy um blog area it's posted there um so you can see the picture if you'd like i'm also eventually going to get it on mynerdery.com which is um, uh, my husband's pastry website. So we'll, we'll try to get it up there so you can see it too. And you can order on there and stuff too as well. So if you're in the mood for some pastries, we serve Maricopa County, Arizona. And we, I guess we could, yeah, I guess we should be saying Pinal County too because that's technically Pinal, where we live. Yeah. Is it Pinal or Pinal? Pinal. Pinal. We technically live in Pinal, Pinal County. But not really. Like, I feel Ameri- like I'm American yeah. Countyan. But we get the cheap, we get the cheaper taxes, so it's good. Yeah. So good. And I do everything. I spend all my money in America. Anyway, bye guys! Bye! Good to see you!